We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's another Wednesday. It's your favorite podcast, No Other Pod. I'm Dan Kuzer here, and uh, you know Jimmy left the pod, so we don't uh, we don't really talk about him anymore. Uh, but of course, I'm just kidding because he's here. Oh, What's up, he's y'all? He's here. How you doing? <laughs> That's Jimmy's music. He's coming back. Oh, play his play his music. Burn burn burn. I don't. I don't know what my walk-up song would be if I had one. I've. I've, I've oh, thought yeah. about this before, but uh, I, you I don't need know. an entrance theme. As as a WWE fan, everyone should have an entrance theme. Yeah. So I'll have to think on that. I don't know what mine <laughs> would be, but um, I am back. I almost didn't oh, come back. Man. I almost stayed in a faraway land, never to return. But uh, why would you even do that? Why? Because because they have good beer. What what's that about? Because because they don't have tornadoes. Oh boy, that's, that's a thing. A thing. That's the thing. So, um, yeah, we are uh, we are recording uh, this on Tuesday night, um, in you know just after the the big tornado warnings um, came through for the metro. Uh, You know, we know it hit part of Lawrence, um, and and it went right over the stadium. Um, Yeah, like bounced right over it. Yeah, they. I mean, saying this is the largest tornado possibly in since 1950 to hit the metro. They're talking F5. Uh, this was scary. Dude, that is so. some twister stuff, man. You hear about F5s. I believe Helen Hunt talked about it and devoted her life's work to studying tornadoes <laughs> because an F5 yeah. took her mom. Yeah, so, I, you know, look, first, uh, first things first, we hope everybody is safe. Oh, um, yeah. Hope you all still got homes. Jesus. It, it, you see some pictures, dude? Holy shit. Yeah. It's scary. I was so. in my basement. I was in my unfinished basement thinking I was going to have to strap myself to a pipe and, and hold on to my puppies. <laughs> I did see one funny tweet. I don't remember who it's from, but it was uh, it was uh, somebody on Twitter. They were like, I drank a whole bottle of wine thinking it would be my last, and now I'm just drunk on a Tuesday. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> now, now i got to pee, but my bathroom's upstairs. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, hey, you know, hopefully everybody's safe. Um I guess we don't know exactly if anything happened to the stadium. I mean, even if the tornado didn't hit directly, there could have been high winds that did. But uh, oh, can you imagine the Galaxy players? They're like, "What is this nonsense?" As they're in their hotel room. Yeah, what's going Ron on here? Like, excuse me, what is a tornado, and why is it happening? I yeah. do not. So now, for this. expect him to coin his own new nickname as the tornado. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna tweet out some graphic of his face on a tornado tearing yeah. through Children's Mercy Park after they beat us. So, oh my god! Um, Don't get me started on that clown's ass. <laughs> but uh, hey, you know there's a uh, there's there's some things that have happened. Um, yeah, dude, and, you're back. That's crazy. I've <laughs> I miss you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you dude. you had some uh, you had some good guests while I was gone. So you know what? It uh, sounds like you had things all under control. Did you listen? Did you listen to the pod? I did. I did. Uh-oh, so you heard you were, me and Christian make fun of you? Yeah, you know, hey, I expect it. <laughs> <laughs> I expect it, but hey, you know what? You did a good job. You you had, uh, you were doing some editing. You were setting up the recordings. You were doing some things that you uh, you hadn't had to do yet. And, uh, you I was outside of my comfort zone. You did it like zone. a champ. 
Yeah, so. I was definitely outside of my comfort zone, and I'm not used to being the guy to lead a show. I, I'm more into, like Chad was saying, like, you know, Jimmy's kind of the play-by-play, and you're the color commentator. I'm like, yeah, that's true. I can get pretty colorful. But uh, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird reversing the role. So I, I'm glad you're back to lead this ship, and uh, and you didn't leave for good. You know, I was like, maybe he comes back, and he's just over it. Maybe he's just done with the podcast, <laughs> you know? Ireland nah. changed that, man. Nah, it was cool. It was nice to, to have a little break from everything, disconnect from, I, I mean, I was barely on social media, except for to tweet out a picture here and there. Um, you know, I, I caught up with what happened in the game, couldn't watch it live because it started at 1.30 in the morning and I was asleep. But uh, oh, That's crazy. Yeah, so I saw that, uh, woke up in the morning, saw that Johan screwed everything up and tried to chip from 60 yards and it all <laughs> went to hell and people thing, wanted to yeah. trade him. And you know what? I don't. Uh, people seem to have forgiven him after his performance against Seattle. So I think he's forgiven, man. And and let's kind of hit the docket real quick because there's there's some stuff to talk about. We always say like, well, maybe we won't have an hour long podcast, but damn well we might because there's some stuff going on. There's a midweek game. We got two games to talk about coming up, and then we got a Seattle game to recap. This is crazy, man. Where do you even start? Uh, let's, uh, let's jump right into to what happened in the Seattle game because, uh, we had, uh, we had well, the first of, two... hold up. Oh, Did we oh, even, well, are well. we even going to talk about any ratings and reviews? Oh, we got some new ones. Let's do it. I mean, Tell I me. didn't, I didn't say all that, but <laughs> I said, <laughs> I, uh, because we didn't. So guys, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to give us a review, go do it on your Apple device. Maybe you have a few Apple IDs. Maybe you should go do them for every Apple ID you have. I don't know why you'd have more than one, but maybe you do. Maybe you're sketchy like that. That's all right. We love sketchy. So If you do, yeah. Do them from all. There, there you go, man. That's all I got there, but uh, move on. You're, this is your first game back to Children's Mercy Park. First game back. It was a, it was a scary one because we had the second place Seattle Sounders coming in and we had zero forwards or excuse me, zero strikers available for this game because uh, Eric Hurtado keeps getting hurt. New things happen. He's having surgeries left and right. Um, Christian Namath got suspended because of a red card. And uh, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit more in, in just a bit. Um, so we were like, who the hell is going to play uh, striker for Sporting Kansas City? Um uh, most people figured it would be Johan. There was an outside shot. It would be a young Mr. Gianluca Buzio, uh, who just turned 17, by the way. Happy birthday, Mr. Buzio. Um, and it turned out to be Johan. And so we had this weird uh, lineup. We had uh, Kellen Rowe and Johan up on, on the front line with Johnny Russell. And then you had, uh, you know, the midfield looks somewhat normal. Felipe, Ilie, and... Uh, and uh, um, Benny Fellhaber. And then the back line was uh, Seth Sinovic and Matt Beasler. And then you had Botan Barat and Nico Hasler all in front of Tim Elia. And then we had, like, nobody on the bench. There was, like, what, five people maybe on the bench? No forwards. One of them was Eric Dick. So, you just uh, call that another day, man. That's just another game day for us. <laughs> we, we don't need no subs. Who the hell are we? Sporting roles. Yeah. yeah but, man. um... I was nervous ahead of this game, especially when I saw this lineup, and I and I knew I, I mean Seattle's a good team, man. Yeah. So how are you feeling? I, I felt like it was going to be one big ass blast. I felt like we were just uh, we were done, man. They were going to tear us up. But I, you know, why why do you doubt why do you doubt people? I mean, we got a great team, and our backups are great too. Did Seattle play terrible? Not really. They still scored two goals, and and. Yeah, I got to tell you, after the game, Peter was like, well, I want to be upset about the two goals. But, like, you can't. You can't be upset about that because a good Seattle team came in here, a team that's playing better than you are, and you managed to hold them off and win that game. So I just, I was very pessimistic. I don't even remember what kind of vul- vulgar stuff I texted you before the game, but I know it wasn't <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't thinking that this was going to be a positive result for Sporting KC. I mean, you knew that Seattle was going to come here and they weren't going to sit back. They were going to press and go for a win. Um, and then the first kick happened. And, man, something something weird happened. I don't know if it was because of the group of uh, of people that showed up to, to greet the team 
ahead of uh, practice on Saturday morning, led by you know one of our listeners, Leanne, um, kind of organized this rally that the team seemed to really appreciate. Maybe that had a motivating factor in it. I think it probably had something to do with it. Uh, I bet it helped, absolutely. So we're all going to go every week now then, right? <laughs> I think so. I think that's what we've committed to now. Um, but, I mean, the first kick started, and, and Sporting KC from really immediately – they were the first ones out there on, on the front foot having attacking chances. I think within the first two minutes, uh, we had a quality chance on goal. Um, yeah. And so, I don't know. I, I was caught a little off guard by that. I mean, did you expect uh, Sporting KC to, to, to be pressing so hard? Or did you think that we would maybe sit back and try to just keep them from scoring and maybe try to steal a goal on the counter? I don't know. We, we've been kind of coming at teams right away. We haven't been sitting back at all to try to absorb pressure you know it's like we we want to hit them hard we want to hit them early and and get out of there with the victory so you kind of expect it to be pretty quick from the get-go don't you think yeah i mean i i guess in in, in especially in this case you know it, with johan playing at striker slash false nine and so many you know mix and match pieces in there um if you could get a goal early then you know you're, you're in good shape um Let's talk great, about man. this this first goal that happened, and it, it didn't come till the 29th minute, so it took a little bit. But it um, did. First of all, shout out to Nico Hasler, who was filling in at right back uh, yeah. for for Graham Zusi. Um, he was an emergency signing this year, but he's played. He's been been filling amazing. in the last few weeks. Yeah, he uh, he had a hell of a game. He was the one who I believe started off this play with with a, with a nice uh, takeaway in, in the midfield, and then. Um, he was the one who played the ball into space for Johan, right past a sliding Roman Torres. Johan yep. almost went full Johan and fell down. Dude, Johan that was insane. Johan was just <laughs> like, am I going to fall? Nope, I'm going to slide. Nope, I'm going to stand back up. I'm going to take the ball. I'm going to pass it to Johnny. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he slid and then got up and then muscled Kim Kihi off the ball. And Kim Kihi's a very good center back. Like, this <laughs> isn't just like a scrub out there. <laughs> uh, he, he's real good. Made him fall to the ground, injured him. He came out of the game not that long later. Found Johnny, who uh, just perfectly places the ball right past Stefan Fry in the bottom left corner. Suddenly, it's one zero Sporting KC. Nico so. Hasler is the dude, man. Graham needs to be careful. Graham's about to lose his job and sit on the bench for a bit till till we need him for Open Cup. Graham, we'll come get you for Open Cup. All right, you, you just take <laughs> a breather. You think so? I mean, we did. You know, look, we did have a uh, a question from from from. Uh, one of our fans, um, you know, they wanted to know, I think it was, who was it? Uh, Corey Matzat. He was like, hey, has, has Hasler earned himself a, a 2020 contract now? Um, you know, he's been playing I mean, pretty well. The dude's a monster. Uh, he plays for the, the Liechtenstein national team, which, you know, he got called up. We might as well mention that. He got called up. But his dad, his dad was like Mr. Liechtenstein soccer. Like, he was voted, like, the best soccer player of the country in the last 50 years. It's nuts, man. Dude's, so. like, royalty up there. So, I mean, just saying, I, I did a uh, ancestry DNA test. I'm, I'm part Liechtenstein, all right? So we're probably, <laughs> we're probably best friends. Probably. Um, I don't know if he's earned a contract or not. It's still early. There's a lot of season left to go. And Jalen Lindsay will come back. I mean, that right back position can get a little crowded. But, hey, you know what? He plays well. Who knows? You never know. Uh, never know. So yeah, it was 1-0, and you're feeling, okay, this is good, but obviously this game's not going to end 1-0. Other things have to happen. Um, and it looked like the first half was going to end 1-0, um, and then Johnny Russell happened. But first, before Johnny Russell happened, I do want to give a little shout-out, again, to Johan, who just a little first touch to spring Ilya free in the in the in the midfield, and then Ilya was the one who hit Johnny Russell, probably a good forty yards out from goal. And when are teams gonna learn not to give Johnny Russell space on the right side? Because you give him space, and he does things like this, where he dribbles past not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Uh, well, yes, five Seattle defenders. I almost got out of hand there. And then, uh, and then past Stefan Fry, and this was the most ridiculous goal I've seen since Namath's goal in 2015 against the Timbers, and this might be Johnny Russell's best goal in a sporting shirt. It's up for goal of the week. Uh, what were you doing after this happened? 
I didn't know what to think. I, 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 I was just like, what just happened? <laughs> and that was one of those goals where you were just in awe and you just throw your hands up and you're like, all right, let's, I, let's slap every hand of every stranger near me. Cause this is exciting. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite thing about this is how after he scores, he like, he does like a little shrug and then like Benny just like jumps on his back and like piggyback rides him along the end line. Cause he's like just so excited. Um, yeah. Someone said that Benny was like, like, you know, you can pass too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Benny mentioned that after he, someone asked him like, what'd you, what'd you say to Johnny, uh, after he scored that goal? And he, he was like, first thing I said was told him he could pass. But, um, Oh, it's so funny. I mean, that's, <laughs> that just shows they're having a good time too, man. And you know, there was after this game, they, I guess they play queen on the radio whenever they win. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, I'm not sure it really is, but... <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently it is now, and there's like a whole yeah. video of them echoing Queen, and I don't I don't really care for it, but, uh, you know, you're trying to be yeah. trendy with the movie that won all the awards. I get it. Well, it's funny, because Johnny, Johnny mentioned that, and I was like, I don't, I've been in here after wins, and I don't remember hearing Queen very often, but he goes, you know, it depends who gets to the Spotify playlist first. If one of the Latin American guys gets to the playlist first, we got some... Uh, some Latin Latin music going on and everyone's doing some 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 dancing around there and I was like okay I do remember hearing that so uh, get some Colombian booty shaking God damn it Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy Majanda <laughs> but um but yeah no it, they I mean they were having a great time um so halftime excellent goal zero. dude that goal that goal got uh, is up for goal of the week by the way up for goal of the week Johnny Russell earned MLS Player of the Week deservedly so. He did. Team of the week, um, player of the week, hell yeah! So two zero halftime. You 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 you're feeling pretty good, but I remember you were think you, you told me I think at halftime there's a lot of game left. It's not done. Yeah, not so. I was like two nil, man. You're not gonna win this game at two nil. Like they're gonna get one back, and you and you wouldn't have won two nil because they end up scoring two goals in this game. So it was it was scary, man. When you uh you know we kind of look at the MLS power rankings every week. Seattle did not move. Like that it losing to Sporting kept them at second place on the power rankings. Like what yeah. the hell? Well, I think that's why fair. is that? Really? Yeah, I mean, look, the we this is one of those weird MLS games. You know, they they didn't play bad, you know, Sporting just had Johnny Russell happen. Um Children's Mercy Park's never an easy place to play. Um they showed some fight. So yeah, I mean you know, they lose again next week. I think they drop. But, you know, I, I think you get, like, sort of a one free pass when a weird game happens like this. So. It's just weird. Well, we didn't climb much. We were at 21. Now we're 19th in the power rankings. So we got to yeah. uh, we, we got to get back to business. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so second half starts, and, and it's a little bit less intense than the first half to start but 54th minute of the game we almost i still don't know how we didn't score here um once again starts with a johan header heads felipe right into open space in the box just a, a couple odd bounces happen felipe can't quite get it underneath him then a seattle defender pokes the ball to kellen Rowe, and kellen Rowe is like wide open at the penalty spot or closer even uh and stefan fry must just get a little piece of it or something because because Rowe somehow misses it and uh, and then Seattle's able to clear it, but I I mean I've watched this I don't know how many times and I still don't understand how either Felipe or Kellen Rowe don't put this one away somehow. This should have been three zero. So I don't know. Should have been man. Kellen Rowe, God, I mention him in some way or another every week. Kellen Rowe does things and gets in great spots, makes the best moves and runs. And he's just so unlucky. And he even trolls himself, too. Like, on Twitter, I think he had a post that just said, I can't get the answer okay, to uh, sorry about that. My Apple Watch thinks I'm talking to it. <laughs> did you fucking hear that shit? Uh, I did, did hear I it. Say, hey. Did I say, uh, hey, what's your name? No, I didn't. Um, anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. Kellen Rowe does not get it done. But he trolls himself on Twitter. He's like, hey, maybe I'll actually get it in the goal this time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he's been close a few times. Hasn't quite found the net, but, you know, hey, hopefully sooner rather than later. So, um, I don't know, man. He's, uh, he's, he's good. He just hasn't quite put it all together yet. Um, unfortunately, about nine minutes later, uh, Seattle was, was able to pull one back. 
Um, Johnny Russell had an amazing run for, for Kansas City. Um, Kelvin Leardham had a nice little move here for uh, for Seattle. He spun, uh, I'm trying to see which, which Sporting KC defender it was. Um, might have been Matt Beasler. Kind of spun right around him and then had a cutback ball to Rui Diaz right past Kellen Rowe. And Rui Diaz, I mean, Melia was way out of the goal. And Rui Diaz just put that away with without any question. Um, yeah, that that Ke- Kellen Leardham, Leardham is uh, he's a dangerous player, man. Yeah, he's 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 a good right back. Um, he's he's got some uh, some some uh, attacking uh, skill as well. Um, yeah. he was involved in in both goals for for Seattle this game. Um, I got a little nervous. Two one, I was like, uh oh, you know, there's a lot of game left. We know minutes. what happened last week. This isn't good. Yeah, but uh, have no fear. Cause, cause Johnny Russell was here, and uh, and he uh, completed the hat trick just five minutes later. Um, Unreal! How do you, how pissed off do you think you have to be though to score, and then like Seattle scored like three minutes later, and then we scored again, and then Seattle scored like five minutes later. Like that's got to be frustrating as hell, and definitely a problem that probably gets addressed in practice. I'd say. Yeah, I'm sure they'll address because this next goal that happened, it was in the 71st minute, and it was off of a corner kick, and Kelvin Leardham um, was uh, was sort of set up just basically to to receive a header um, off of a set piece, and MLSsoccer.com's being weird, and oh, there it is, finally the replay. He was just kind of standing there, and he got a not really a free header, but he was in the crowd, but he was able to head it down into the corner of the net, and it's three two. Um, Mm-hmm. But you know it. Uh, it ended up ending. That. I mean, it, it it got close. It was like three minutes later. Melia uh, made a mistake um, and and sort of just gave up the ball to Seattle. And then Rui Diaz had the ball, passed it to Ladero, who tried to chip him. Amelia had to like jump eight feet in the air to to block it, and then had to block Harry Ship's rebound chance. Like it, it got a little little stressful. Um, but hey, you know what? They saw out the game. Uh, it finished 3-2. Jimmy Madronda almost uh, fired one of his trademark Jimmy Madronda rockets into the back of the net. Um, <laughs> Talk about a standing ovation, by the way. Holy shit. Yeah. First time in about a year, I think, Jimmy Madronda's played. And they were one, I think, giving Johan a standing ovation when he came off. because Oh, for sure. Really I mean, well. I hope so. I don't. I think but, me, at first, I, I didn't see who he was coming on for. I just saw him coming on, so I, I, I will admit my standing ovation yeah. was not for Johan. <laughs> right. Well, I think people saw Jimmy walk up to the, to the center line to sub in, and I think that's when it started. And then they realized it was for Johan. Because Johan, like 10 minutes earlier, he was like jogging, and Peter was like, you got to move. Like, you got to hurry up and hustle. And Johan turned to him, and he, he made sort of like the finger rotation, like I need a sub uh, uh, motion to Peter. And Peter just shakes his hand and puts his head up, and he's or shakes his head, puts his hands up in the air, and he's like, "We got nobody. Like, there's no striker." And so Johan kind of like was just kind of <laughs> running around. Uh, Is that I wondered about that because I saw Johan call for it, and I was like, "They're not gonna sub him off." But that makes so much sense. Peter's like, "Who do you want me to put on for you, Johan? Who do you want, you want me to come play? Here, I'll, I'll check right. in for you. You piece he, of shit. You know our situation." <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, Johan was so tired, but he Peter literally threw his hands up in the air and shook his head. It was like we got nobody. Um, yeah. He's like, I, I don't but, even want to put Jimmy in. Like you know, he didn't want to play Madronda if he didn't have to. Um, I think he said that he wanted to get him a few minutes, but but and and Jimmy was feeling good and the situation was right. Um, but yeah, man, when Jimmy walked up to the the midline, uh, the ovation started, and then it, they read that he was com- Johan was coming off, and so I think the ovation shifted for him a little bit, and then they announced Jimmy Madronda's name, and that was one of the loudest ovations I've ever heard in Children's Mercy Park. So, it was pretty cool. And he knew it too, man. He had the biggest smile on his face. Like, he was just happy to be back. Yeah. And they uh, shifted. Everything shifted. We didn't know who was playing striker now. Jimmy kind of dropped into yeah. the midfield. It was, it was weird. <laughs> it was all crazy. No one, no one. I, it's formation. Everyone's playing defender. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, Tim Hillier did almost poop in a goal in the 92nd minute. Oh, my minute. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you about poop your pants? Yeah. I was like, this would, of course, of course this is how they would equalize. If it Holy happened. shit. 
I think I put my hands over my mouth like, no, please, why would this happen again two weeks in a row? Yeah, the way uh, the MLSsoccer.com highlight uh, reads is Tim Melia ne- nearly concedes the equalizer through his five hole. So Through his, through his what? Five hole? That's what what the hell does that mean? I don't know. But is that your legs? I don't know. I Do we have five holes as human beings? <laughs> I, I mean, I'll let you count them up. Well, I got two nostrils and a mouth. Yeah. Is legs number five? I don't get it. Maybe. I have to look that. I watched a movie when I was younger called Five Hole Goes West. Okay. (laughs) That was... I don't even know. It was one of my favorite movies. (laughs) It was a good movie. An American Tale. Um, No, I didn't like that one. I liked the second one. You like Five Goes West. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't like the first one. Get out of there, man. I want to go to the West with that mean-looking yeah. spider. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey. <laughs> to each their own. Um, but, hey, you know what? We get out of there with three points and a win. Oh. Johnny Russell, only Praise the Jesus. second player in club history to score two hat-tricks. Hey, that's pretty cool. Now, you know the other player was Eddie Johnson, right? Yes, sir. And he did it in back-to-back games. That's pretty crazy. That's nuts. So, Johnny Russell got to come back next week and uh, show up Zlatan. And by next week, I mean tonight. Uh, yeah, tonight, if you guys are. Maybe it was last night. We don't Who get, knows when you got to yeah. this? I don't know. We don't get weeks off. P- and, and Peter, by the way, was really upset about, he said this in the post game. He's like, we're playing on a Sunday night. We're playing again yeah. on Wednesday against the team that hasn't played since Friday. Beasler so said that too. Two days rest. And then, uh, and then we're traveling to play on Saturday against a team that had a whole week off. So It doesn't make sense. Good. And I, w- I want to be optimistic and be like, you know what? That's a huge win on Sunday. You get another huge win on Wednesday, you're rallying. And you're pumped up to take on Houston. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I look, I think they can do it. Um, we, uh, we won't have Namath back because Namath's red card got uh, an extra game for no yeah. apparent reason. So no name against uh, L.A. I mean, I, I, I missed point, it. Did I missed it? What what fan did he kick in the face with a ball? I must have missed it. <laughs> what fan did he kick in the face? What goalie did he choke slam? Because that's what Rotten did. not He got two games. Yeah, I guess so. I missed what he did. Uh, did he he defecated on someone's home? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm I'm here. I, I I will full agreement that he deserved the red card. He went in with a, a two-footed sure. tackle, studs up. It's a red card offense. I red it. card, done. We'll see you in a game. But no, no big deal. But I don't, I don't understand how you look at the other suspensions they've given out and justify that that's a two-game suspension. Where's the versus, consistency? Right. It just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, I mean, I'm if just, you gave Kaku sad. ten games and you gave Zlatan eight games and then you were like, yeah, Namath gets two games, like, okay, I guess I can see that. But, like... Other than, no, it, it doesn't make yeah. sense. And why do you, why do you wait to up. announce it? They waited to announce it until Tuesday, the day before the game, and everything I've heard is that Sporting KC had no indication until it was announced today that Namath wouldn't get to play tomorrow. So Yeah, and Peter was asked about it, like, uh, do you know anything about this? And Peter was like, beats me. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, there are a lot of our fans that were unhappy with the, the disciplinary committee, a.k.a. Disco. Um, disco, disco. You don't mess with the Zohan. Un- understandably so, but uh, hey, we'll have to deal with it. Um, Dude, I tell you what, though, I'm more just sad for Namath. Like that just kind of sucks. You know, you know damn well he would have liked to be out there with his team, and he'd have fresh legs for this Wednesday's game. He, it's just sad. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll have him on uh, Saturday in Houston, and we'll meet him. But uh, probably yeah, see. That's true. Probably see Johan, I guess, at striker again. Although he looked dead tired at the end of that game. But um, yeah, I, I bet they didn't practice like at all. They just had two recovery days, and they'll right. just they'll play again Wednesday. Yeah, Beesler had some real good things to say about Johan after the game. He told he said he told Johan, "Look, yeah. if Johnny didn't score three goals, you'd be the man of the match." And I agree with him. I mean, he had an unreal game. true. It's so. upset. <laughs> Johan's like, God damn, I don't I don't get the game ball. Nope, because. Mr. Scotland over here scored three goals. <laughs> um, I mean, Johan's hold-up play was great. Peter said that he's such a big physical presence that, I mean, he was able to create space. Uh, French Bulldog, baby. 
Yeah, I mean, he was going up against the largest player in MLS, in Roman Torres. Why haven't we? Why haven't we coined that nickname, the French Bulldog? Because he's the croissant. I don't know. What? No, that <laughs> that's just a pastry. That's just a bread. <laughs> the way he bulldogs people, and he's French. That yeah. just makes sense. He's the French Bulldog. Um, I'm so I'm so wise. I mean, he was going up against the largest player in MLS in Roman Torres. At least he, at one Torres, point when yeah. I looked in the last year or so, he was the heaviest player in MLS. Um, he is. It's like if you put me back there. Like <laughs> I, I should not be on the field. Right. And so <laughs> Johan was able to use his size to muscle him around. Um, he, forced, he weighs more than I do, just saying. Forced Kim Kihi off with an injury. So Xavier Ariaga, their new signing, had to come in 30 minutes in. Um, yeah. And Johnny said that it was Johan who was creating the space for him. So... Pretty cool. Um, wow. Johnny, I also did you ask. Know, oh, what's up? Let me, let me tell you this. Roman Torres, they have billed on Wikipedia at 183 pounds. That's a lie. I call bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit. Uh, that's a lie. He's, he's a solid 220, at least. Got him. At be. least. So. Step on the scale, son. Yeah. Um, I did ask Johnny. I want to play... Uh, Play a little sound here for some fans. Quick 30-second clip. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? We got to do stuff like that now because I've proven that we can have special guests on this show. So now I've kind of <laughs> set the I've set the bar, man. I've raised the bar. That's true. We're going to have to start having people on the show, and I'm sorry for that. That's true. So I'm going to play a, a clip here real quick. I asked Johnny what it meant to him to have fans come out and support him and the rest of the team Saturday morning, 7.30 a.m. on a holiday weekend, what it meant. And uh, take a listen. Here's what they said. Yesterday morning, there was a group of fans that showed up at training to show some support for you guys. What, what does it mean to you guys to show up 7.30 on a holiday weekend and there's fans just waiting there to cheer you guys on? Yeah, it's, it was amazing. It was a bit unexpected, to be honest, but it, it just goes to show, um, you know, how much they love their team here. And, you know, they've been great with us. You know, a, there's a lot of places if you go through the sort of run that we've went through and... You know the the fans will turn on you, but they've been they've been behind us every step of the way. No matter the result, they stay in their numbers, and you know that one's for them as much as it is for us as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, you know, clearly Johnny said that it it had an impact on on them. That you know, I think the favorite thing that he said for me was a lot of clubs when they go through these losing streaks, their fans turn on them. They don't show up, go out of their way to support them. They, they just turn on them, and that doesn't happen here at Sporting KC. So I thought no, that was pretty not cool. at all. And I got to tell you, um, <laughs> I thought like you were going to play the audio just now, and so I was like waiting on it. <laughs> oh, and my then, gosh. <laughs> and you said, so that's pretty cool. And I was like, is that Jimmy talking to Johnny right now? Why is he, why is he saying that? We're, we're giving people a peek behind the curtain, huh? <laughs> I, I, for, I forgot that we already heard it. I was like, I'm like listening to our own oh podcast. I'm like, ooh, interview. I'm excited to hear this. Guys, this is how it works. I say we go to a sound, and then we don't actually play the sound live when we're recording. I edit it in there, and then we react like we just heard it live, and we're like, oh, how was that? Um, Holy shit. I thought you were going to play it. <laughs> So that's, that's what happened there. So, God, my side hurts. Oh, it's liver. Rewind. Sorry. So that's pretty cool. Let's go um, forward. That's pretty cool. <laughs> no, nah, man. I mean, it's cool to hear stuff like that, I think. And, and kudos to Leanne and, and everyone else who showed up there. Because, I mean, this was yeah, a grassroots dude. thing. It's big time. That's big time. And they don't. They didn't expect to see anybody there. I mean, maybe they were... Do you think they were warned of that, though? Because, I mean, as a player, don't you think you'd be like... uh who are these people? Security, please. <laughs> I, I Security. don't know. I don't know if they were warned. I mean, they didn't seem like they were warned, but hey. I mean, it's yeah, not... they looked surprised. It's not hard to get into the Pinnacle parking lot. It's hard to get into the Pinnacle building into anywhere secure, but I mean, it's not hard to get to the oh, parking lot. That's true. Lot. No, you can just park on the street and walk in there if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. So, good for them. Kudos to them. I, I you know, hey, I, I think it was a, a really cool thing, and I genuinely do think it had some sort of an impact on on the team getting the win on uh, Sunday night. Yes. Well, now you gotta, now you gotta one up it. Now someone's gotta pay for a sky riding airplane. That's right. Crowdfund it. <laughs> We're behind uh, you, SKC, written in uh, Kim Trails from an airplane. There you go. Um, 
so yeah, pretty cool. Um, good solid win. Now we turn to uh, to face uh, the LA Galaxy Wednesday night tonight for many of you who are listening on Wednesday. So uh, oh boy, and we'll have a game because the tornado did not take the the stadium. As far as we know, it's still on as of this recording. Um, That's crazy, and I, I'm over here like, okay, so I hope everyone stays safe. But if there was a lot of flooding in the stadium and they had to postpone the game, uh, give us some rest. <laughs> Let's take it. It's true. <laughs> um, I, you know, there, like we said, there might be some wind damage that we don't yet know, but I don't think it's probably like cars were still on the Nebraska furniture lot parking lot. They didn't get swept away. Right. So, um, dude, we were watching the same news broadcast and you were like giving me play by plays <laughs> via text. And I was, and I was finally just like, Jimmy, I'm watching it too. Yeah. I get nervous, man. <laughs> I get I didn't grow up with this stuff. I get nervous. So I know. I had a this this California kid, guys, I had to talk him down. I was like, sun's getting real low, big guy. Everything's gonna be okay. Sun's <laughs> I mean, getting real low. Were you watching at the one point when the lady was like out in the field and she's like, Yeah, there's this this is the tornado, it's coming for it, and the and the weather guy in the studio was like freaking out and he was like, Get out of there right now, it's coming yes. right for you. This is life or death. And I was like, No. This is Bro, this is real. She goes she goes, yeah, we're just going to stand here till someone tells us we need to go. And he goes, you need to go. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. The, 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 the meteorologist was probably just like, I didn't know that was my job. Get <laughs> out of there. <laughs> I thought you knew yourself when there's an F5 barreling down on you, don't stand in its way. And you see, you see her put it into gear and she cheeses it out of there. She's fucking gone. Yeah. So, uh. Oh, man. You, know, <laughs> you need to leave. The galaxy were somewhere having to deal with this. Uh, they're not oh, used to man. it. Oh, man. I can't even imagine. So, they're probably like, God damn, what is going on here? How, how are you feeling ahead of this game against the galaxy? This is the last uh, last home game in about a month. So It is, yeah. It's important. You got you to gotta get out in full force, people. I was so pleased with the turnout against Seattle, man. It turned out to be a beautiful day. Rain was in the forecast all weekend, and it turned out to be hot as shit. At Seattle. I mean, I'm dying. My knees are sunburned, Jimmy. My knees. All right? I got itchy knees over here because they're burnt. It's not but good. it was uh, one one hell of a turnout, man. Crowd was popping. And I really hope we can get that for Wednesday night, too, because it really does make a difference. Um, I know it's sometimes tough to get people out there for a nighttime game on a Wednesday. But uh, as far as how I'm feeling against this team, I'm happy that we beat a really good informed Seattle team. That have won quite a few games. And now we're coming up against L.A., who's like lost four out of the last five. We're catching them at a really good time. So we got to get it, dude. We got to hit it hard because Houston is not going to be an easy one. So, I mean, you got to really hit L.A. early. Um, I'm excited and kind of nervous to see what kind of antics Zlatan's going to have. Like, is he going to punch Beasler in the butt? I mean, is he going <laughs> to choke Johnny Russell? Johnny will not let that happen, by the way. Johnny no, will fight man. that large man. Man. And I'm here for it, dude. Johnny versus I, I think we're, we're going to be cursing at him. Zlatan's going to pull some shit, and we're all going to lose our minds. You know damn well it will. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be cr- – I mean – He's fresh. Off he's, a two-game suspension. The, 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 the grass is going to be soaked. So the ground screw is going to have to work overtime because, I mean, heavy rain from, from the storm that came through. Um uh, so, you know, maybe that, that messes with him a little bit. But, hey, you know, we'll see. Uh, the dude is like 6'5", 230 pounds. Like, he's a, he's a monster. And he's very good. And I, I'm excited to see Beasler shut him down. Last time he was at Children's Mercy Park, he scored, but it was a PK. But yet he acted like it was the best goal in the world because he is who he is. But we got to shut him up, man. We got to boo the hell out of him. I know there's probably a lot of Zlatan fans, but no, not Wednesday night, people. Let's let's boo the hell out of this guy, just like we booed Nico Ladero for shoving a ball kid. Yeah, that's yeah. You saw that? That right? was a thing that I, I didn't see it live, but I went back. Like that's that's Bush League. Like, come on. Yeah, now. we we booed him as if he like airballed a, a shot in basketball. <laughs> we just yelled airball every time he got the ball. <laughs> um. Zlatan does have nine goals. Uh, the Galaxy as a team only have 19. Uh, only. That's a lot of goals through through 14 games. <laughs> yeah. um, we have about 19, don't we? We are sitting at, well, 23. 
23 goals for, okay. 22 against. They're at 19 goals for, 17 against. So their, their goal differential is only plus two. Ours is plus one. We by far. So here, here's something that's positive. We are the only team in the Western Conference ranked sixth or lower that has a positive goal differential. So every other that team. That just shows we shouldn't be that low right now. Right. We're in a slump and we've been hit by injuries and, and it, we'll, we'll claw our way out of this. I don't think we're catching LAFC because they're on a freaking tear. But Nah, you can count out the supporter shield. That's not a big deal. Count it out. No, I mean, look, LAFC is another level right now among the, all of MLS. Um, yeah, 100%. Carlos Vela is out of his mind. Um, he's got 15 goals. 15 goals through 15 games. So How many of those are PKs, though? Uh, two. Is that it? That says two. So Okay, then. Uh, that's what MLSsoccer.com says. Um so okay, so back to the galaxy though. You thinking draw, win? How, how, what do you think? I'm feeling a win, man. I, I I think you know you think off short rest. Okay, whatever. Uh, our defense will be fine. Um, I have a feeling Busio should probably start for somebody. Um, other than that, I don't know how else he'll change the lineup. You know what I mean? Is yeah. Shallowy back? I mean. That's, that's uh, he's, interesting he could be back. So you could see Shallowy play at striker if we need it, uh, give Johan some rest. Uh, I don't know. So Zussi, Fanta, Shallowy, they all are, are more likely to play Wednesday than they were on Sunday. So. Okay. Well, well, I also heard something. I also heard that Gerso might be, uh, could be a possible questionable for this weekend. It'd be nice. I mean, he's got a broken wrist, which he, you know, people can play with broken yeah, wrists as long as it's got a protective cast. These are played with a broken wrist. Yeah. So, um, hey, you never know. It'd be nice to have some of these attacking options back. It's not fun to have zero on the bench. Um, yeah. So, okay, I think we get a draw at least on, on Wednesday night. Um, but then we have to go down to, to play in Houston on uh, Saturday. They're they're sitting on a, a a week's rest. So well, get this: I've never been more excited to to read injury updates. Like you get injury updates every <laughs> week, but when I see Sam McDowell tweet something, uh, for, <laughs> and he says like, uh, "Where is it here? Fontas, Zusi, and Shallowy will likely be available tomorrow. Beasler practice too." Yeah, that just jacks me up. I've never yeah. been so excited about an injury report in my damn life. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Um, we need him. So uh, our injury report the last few weeks has looked like starting eleven. So this is. But do uh, we need Fontas though? I mean, dude, Botan is getting it done. Botan, by the way, when he takes his shirt off, that motherfucker looks like he's straight out of prison. I hate to say that. <laughs> Not that he has like jacked up prison tats or anything, but he looks like he could kill a person. I'm just yeah. saying, maybe it's the hitman aspect, the bald head. If, if he had way more muscles too. I'd believe it. I'd be like, oh, shit, this guy's Aryan Brotherhood. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty intense. Um, he, he's, he's, a, he's a pretty scary guy. And, and Corey Matsat, one of his other questions was, has Barat made enough of a case to keep his starting spot when Beesler and Fontas are both healthy? Um, I, maybe, man. I mean, not, not in place of Beesler, but maybe in, in place of Fontas? I don't know. Barat's pretty good. Yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, so, yeah, we play at Houston. They are undefeated at home this year. They're always good at home, even though nobody shows up. It's weird. <laughs> um, so, I mean, they got Albert Elise. We know he's he's dangerous. Um, he is. He's the so, sex panther. <laughs> he is. Uh and, uh, I mean, he'll be on that right side. You know who he's uh, going to be going up against is Seth Sinovic. Oh, God. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, or Jimmy Madronda. hey Unless they feel like he's fully fit, which I highly doubt. But we'll probably see 60 minutes of Seth and 30 minutes of Jimmy. Um, oh, my God. Jimmy Jimmy is so fast, though. He'd stay with him in a heartbeat. Yeah, he's the only one who can. I mean, him and Gerso. Unless- and he had, he had that in-depth surgery, man. Surgery only makes you better. Like, I want to max out my insurance and get surgery on, like, everything in my body so I can just be <laughs> an amazing athlete. 
<laughs> I mean, they might if Gerso can play on Saturday, they might have him drop and help in, in defense a bit because he's the only. He, I mean, he's one of the only people in the league who can match at least, you know, speed for speed. So, oh, can you imagine Gerso at left back? That's out of control. Crazy. We've got, we're drunk. <laughs> I think he's done it once. I want to say he did it once. Uh, I feel like he has. It's ridiculous to even talk about. Yeah, but um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm nervous about the Houston game. If we get a draw against Houston, I will be ecstatic. So, that's where I'm at. That'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, you always talk about draws on the road, but you got a road-heavy June schedule, so you need a little more than draws on the road now. Yeah, with the Gold Cup coming to Kansas City, you know, it's and look, we got some call-ups that, yep. that, are, that are going to affect us post-Houston. We got Christian Namath. You and, going to that? You going to go to the Gold Cup? I will be there, yeah. I'm trying to get a press pass, so I might be in the press box, but... um. You might, okay. What if you don't get a press pass? Are you going to buy a ticket? I'll find a way, yeah. I'll get in there somehow. Find a way? What does that mean? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, should I just Should I just come do press with you? I mean, you have to, let me tell you, applying through CONCACAF is the dumbest. I still haven't officially been it's in Because you got to apply, one, to get accepted into the CONCACAF Media Center. Then once you're accepted into the right. CONCACAF Media Center, then you have to apply to be... Uh, accepted into each tournament and then once you're accepted into each tournament so in this case the gold cup you then have to apply for each individual game you want to go to so you got to apply like and then be accepted three separate times so so i shouldn't do this i mean it's up to you but they don't tell you this is part of the problem they don't tell you if you're accepted for the game until like a day and a half before the game so if i don't get accepted for whatever oh reason God. i'm gonna have to scramble so gonna have um, to scramble and try to buy tickets offline or something yeah so it's up to you, but you know they're they're it, yeah. It's uh, sounds air conditioned. Sounds real nice. Well, in the of June maybe not because they open up the the windows and then birds just fly into the press box like happened this last week. So goddamn birds, dude! I'm not about that. Birds are unpredictable. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hey, we get a draw. I'm happy uh, against Houston, but yeah, call ups. Um, that we're gonna miss after Houston. Call ups. Uh, Nico Hasler to Liechtenstein, like you said. Uh, Christian Namath and Botan Barat, both going to be with Hungary, and Johnny Russell's going to be with Scotland. So it's going to be uh, a little bit intense. Going to need some uh, some points. Going to need some people to come back from injury. So um, did you know they speak German in uh, Liechtenstein? I actually did know that. Yes, weirdly. You know that? Yeah. Um, a cool place to go. I want to. Uh, We've hit on a lot of the sporting KC news that I want to talk about. Is there anything else in particular you want to you want to hit on before we, we answer some fan questions uh, before the end? Uh, sure. How'd you feel about the Game of Thrones finale? Oh my gosh, <laughs> this whole season, man. This whole season. Yeah. I just what are they doing? What are they doing? Yeah, they got six episodes. Is what they're doing. So yeah. well, I'll tell you what, though, they had a pretty cool two-hour documentary. Uh, yeah. that was really cool on HBO. I haven't, watched, I haven't watched that yet. I need to, but, um, it's good. It's a lot of fun. I just think they, they were, they seemed like they were over it, the writers and they just, well, what do you expect though? They, they set the expectations high. The show has been at an all time high. So you expect the series finale to be high yeah. and it just didn't live up to the it. Series finales so, are hard. I still liked it. It was fine. I just, am like, they they left too many things. I, oh, like why was Varys writing that John was actually Aegon Targaryen to people, and then he got executed for it, and yeah. then nothing happened because of it. And then freaking, I, I do hate that the oh sorry I was freaking Grey Worm and the Unsullied are like we John Snow's got to get killed, he's got to leave, you know, otherwise we're gonna declare war. And then they're like, actually, never mind, we're gonna sail off to the beach that I wanted to go to with my girlfriend, and John Snow goes up to be. And the Night's Watch, except it doesn't actually matter because all he has to do is like, y'all, I'm actually the real king, so I can do what I want. But I, I just, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, it's all right, man. Moving on from that. I hope sad. all of you have watched the finale. <laughs> nah, that dude. Spoilers are done. Two weeks later, you can you can spoil whatever the hell you want. But um, let's get to a couple of these questions here before we end. Um, yeah, get it. So, uh, you know, Wasabi, Wasabi mentioned, how much do you attribute the victory to the 12th man, specifically those that showed up to cheer them on? Had to be a big morale boost. We talked a little bit about that. Um, I think we both think oh, it had man. something to do with it. 
So I would think so. Hell yeah. I, I from a human standpoint, I would love to know. Like, man, it, it shows that the people have not really showed up in the stadium, but we still got people that love us, and that's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, Dylan Butkenbach said. With guys returning from injury, will Zalalem ever get first-team minutes again? And has Hasler earned the starting right-back spot even when Zussi returns? So. Mm, I feel like Peter's got a hard-on for Zeus, so that's kind of a... Yeah. I would like to say, why the hell not? You know, don't mess with a good thing. And then if he starts jacking it up, then throw Zussi back in there. But uh, Zalalem, I don't know, man. Maybe we sell him in August, huh? <laughs> I don't think we're selling him, but I don't think the plan was ever ever for him to get first team minutes as quickly as he did. I think that was more out of necessity. I think we'll see him a lot more in the Open Cup, and then we'll see how he continues to integrate over time. Um, Speaking of Open Cup, we're about to see who our first team uh, opponent is tomorrow on Thursday. Yeah, it's probably going to be, what, Minnesota? St. Louis? Probably going to be the same old team we play all the time. Wouldn't you love to play forward Madison? Oh, my God, I would be all about it. Or did they lose? Did they I, lose? I don't even know. I hope not. Okay. I haven't watched anything this year as far as Open Cup, even though it's all on ESPN+. Plus. Um, That's true. Which they also just got the English language rights to the Copa America, which is kind of cool on ESPN+. Plus. Oh, no. They play today. The Forward Madison's playing St. Louis FC tonight. Oh, well, hey, go Forward Madison. I'd rather play them than St. Louis FC. Yeah, but St. Louis would be a short little trip if we had to go play there. Yeah, but I I mean, if the Mingos... But I wouldn't make in the middle of the week. The Mingos come to, to Children's Mercy Park, see those sweet pink kits they got. I'm just saying. Pretty oh my cool. God. Yeah, we've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Deborah Hunter said, Quase has had some pretty weird hold-up play at times. That is true. Falls down, gets back up. Um, how important is that so to Johnny weird. Russell's style of play? The game kind of reminded me of how, he, how we played with, with Shelton at forward. Um, Good call. I think uh, they they play very similar. And, and Johnny said after the game that Johan was creating space for him. So might have been one of Johan's better games in a Sporting KC jersey, weirdly, I think. So Yeah, man. Very, uh, very similar play, that's for damn sure. Uh, Drake Ewing was more of a comment, but he said, I thought the team looked like they did at the beginning of the season, maybe a little bit off tune but but they still look pretty good still look fantastic is what he said so uh, yeah and then uh the doc at mx johnson 2 said do you think this win and a couple players starting to regain fitness will be a morale booster and uh, can give us some momentum or do you think that there's still some things they have left to overcome i don't know what do you think say that what gave us momentum now just the, the win and some of the regular starters re- returning to fitness and, and starting to get playing time again. Like, will that get us That's, momentum that we need? Yeah, I think you're only just going to build on that each time you get a new player back. I mean, we saw when Beasler came back, it was just a huge turnaround. Just huge. He's, he's crucial to that team, and you all knew it when everyone just, like, gasped when he went down and started stretching out his hamstring. The, the chant, hometown hero, was echoing throughout the stadium. Which, by the way, he said he was cramping up in his other hamstring, not the one that he hurt, apparently. Yeah. Peter said it was just simply like, okay. fatigue lying to he, us? he came out of the game for. So, I don't know. Makes sense. But, I mean, it's just kind of happenstance when it's like, bro, we know you have a hamstring injury. Don't lie to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, I, yeah, dude, you got to uh, – it's definitely a moral boost. I mean, all those guys, they just help each other. Yeah, it's pretty good. So – that's a lot of the questions. And here you go, man. Oh yeah, you got my boy. My boy, uh, my boy Chip, Chip Colmia. He, uh, I play soccer with Chip in uh, in Lawrence. He said I'd include a word on Nico Hasler and how he's been a really impressive right back. And you know we did we absolutely touched on that, but Chip's absolutely correct, man. You can see it on the field, and he's just fun to watch. His positioning's great. His overlapping runs are fantastic. His crosses, his crosses, dude, are are like very Zeusy esque. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh I'm I'm loving it. Loving it. It's starting to come together hopefully. Um you know, it you know, there there's some conflicting opinions on Roe. Beach McGillishaw said 
you know, he should have finished one of those chances. Uh, Corey Matzat said that he thinks uh, Rowe's been pretty good. I think he's gotten a little bit more of a hard time from people than he deserves. I think he's fine. I mean, he's not a world-class player, but I think he's a solid option off the bench. Um, so that's what I think of Rowe. Um, I think he had a good game. He had an assist. So, what? Well, I mean, hey, he, he contributed. Um, yeah. And then I just want to give one shout-out to Riley F. Ayer. This guy, he did this a couple times last year, and he's doing it again. This dude creates, like, a whole statistical dashboard that he sends us in Excel. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. So, we'll uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to him. He's got the, the roster and, and standings by week and power rankings by week and goals and assists broken out by competition and yellow cards for for uh, fouls committed, fouls suffered. You know, it, it's Bro. pretty comprehensive. Sounds like someone needs to be a statistician when they grow up. Maybe Pretty cool. Up. I don't know. This guy probably would like that's, uh, that's... American Soccer Analysis. Check them out. If you like stats, go check them out. Oh, absolutely. So I mean, it seems knows a lot more about it than I do. I'm just like, what am I looking at here? This is this is crazy. It's good stuff. I appreciate it. It definitely helps. Hundred um, percent. So. That's what I got this week, man. We uh, we're almost at that hour point. Um, you have anything else oh, for our man. our good and faithful listeners? Just just welcome back, Jimmy. Welcome back. <laughs> good yes, stuff, man. I am back. It's like that's that's that whole song, Jimmy Mac. When are you coming back? It's from like the fifties. What? Google it. Google the song. Is that Jimmy a song? Mac. Yes, it is. Martha and the Vandellas. Holy Vendellas. shit! Yeah, it's by Martha and Jimmy the Vandellas. Mac, when you coming back? That's not what it is. <laughs> It's uh, it's like a, that's that's how it is now. It's like a classic, like nineteen fifties, like women's group. Just sing it. Google it right after this. You'll oh, you'll find it. I'm gonna so. sing it. I'm gonna sing it like uh, get the funk out of my face. Get the <laughs> funk out of my face. So. <laughs> Jimmy Mac, when you come back, <laughs> it'd be cooler if it was if it was in that style. But unfortunately, it's not. Um, unfortunately, it's like Mr. Sandman style. Yep, Mr. pretty much. Sandman. You're you're not far off. So. uh Anyway, that's what Holy I got. Shit. Hey, people week. keep marking them safe in this tornado in Lawrence, Kansas. Am I supposed to mark myself safe? You know, I mean, if, if you're safe, I guess. So, yeah. Well, I wasn't in Lawrence, Kansas, so I guess I wouldn't do that. Chris way. lives in Lawrence, doesn't he? Our buddy Chris? Chris does live in Lawrence, yeah. I think I saw on Twitter he's okay. but uh, He said he's uh, he's good. But they, he like got in his car and left. I was like, where are you going? With the dogs, He's going right? to go out and run the storm? I guess they took, I assume they took the dogs. Yeah, so... I don't know, man. But hey, at least he's safe. Hopefully uh, everyone else that is uh, listening to this right now is safe. Um, and yeah. Yes. And thank, thank you guys for tuning in again. We're going to hit it up again next week. Maybe Jimmy comes back. Maybe he doesn't. We don't know. Maybe he's got <laughs> another trip. Nope. Not, well, I actually do have another trip next week for work, but uh, it will not keep me from recording. Don't, don't you guys worry. What the fuck? Where are you going? North Carolina. So... I have a conference. Oh my god, you're going to take your shirt off and flip it around your head like a helicopter? <laughs> the rare Petey Pablo reference on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I just love that you knew that shit. I, you were not as white as I thought you were. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, on, on that note, Petey Pablo. Um, man, you threw me off with that one. <laughs> Thank yeah, you guys uh, so much. To. For listening, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash nootherpod. Follow us on Twitter Break at, a leak. At, at nootherpod, uh, <laughs> at jcmac03, at danpoozer. Um, send us an email, nootherpod at gmail.com. Um, go listen to Jimmy Mac by Martin the Vandellas. Go listen to some Petey Pablo. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back next, next week after uh, both the Galaxy and the Dynamo game. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Break a leg, take a shirt off, flip it around your head like a helicopter.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.